This is Red House Rising, Season 1, Episode 4, Storm Runners. Mike, Nick, Leong, Mei Ling, and Maru all huddle together under the trees just off the beach. We need a plan in case Joe doesn't come back. She'll, She'll be, be back. back. They forced her to take us. If she can, she will return. I know Joe feels responsible, but it was my fault. I shouldn't have asked her to make that flight. Yeah, well, that's one flight out of how many you run, Nick. How much cargo you move in these days in the Japanese war effort? Some of us don't want war, Mike. Believe me, some in the royal family, even Marshal Admiral Yamamoto, think war is a foolish mistake. Mei Ling bristles at this. A mistake? What your armies are doing to my people will be remembered forever as the most evil, the most cruel things. Japanese patrol, watch the light. Don't move. Admiral Residence, Admiral Residence, this is Lieutenant Arakawa. I need to speak to Admiral Sakai immediately. Over. Lieutenant Arakawa, we are receiving you. The Admiral has been attacked. I will try to... Give me that. Arakawa, I seem to have lost my Americans, and I want them back. Yes, sir. That's why I'm radioing. Somehow, the American woman drowned Lieutenant Kanjo and escaped in her plane. Very impressive. You make sure my plane is ready. Then take the other Zero-san and track her down. I'll be right behind you. The Sikorsky flies low over enormous white caps. It's all right. It's all right. It's going to be all right. Back on Moen, Arakawa takes off in the rain in search of Joe. While on Tonawas, Joe feathers the twin beach on Kamali Bay and floats 50 yards offshore. Come on, be there. Everyone comes running out of the trees. The women swim out to the plane. Okay, let's go. You don't need me anymore. Just leave. Sorry, Nick, but Joe wants you along, and that's good enough for me. Let's go. All right. All right. If that's what Joe wants. Nick slaps the gun from Mike's hand into the surf. Sorry, Mike. Nick! No! I need to stay here. There's still a way we can stop this war. Just promise me you'll take care of her. She means the world to me. Don't worry, Nick. She means the world to me, too. See you sometime. As Mike swims toward the plane, Nick and Joe hold each other's gaze. Nick at shore's edge, Joe standing on the float of her twin beach. Finally, Nick bows deeply to Joe and slips back into the jungle. He asked me to take care of you, and I told him I would. Oh, would you? I take care of myself. Admiral Sakai, his head now bandaged, strides out of his residence toward a waiting jeep, brushing past Commander Hattori. You lost your boyfriend, Hattori. 
that the whole of Prince Nakora's killed your Lieutenant Kanjo and escaped in her plane. What are you talking about? What happened to you? Lieutenant Arakawa is already in the air looking for her, and the Shokaku is sending planes. It will be daylight soon. We'll find her. I don't understand. Where are the American spies? What happened? Drive! Sun's gonna be up soon. Lucky for us, we're going the other way. Joe pilots the Twin Beach, heading straight for a wall of threatening black storm clouds. I don't know if lucky is the right word for it. The Japanese Navy's flagship aircraft carrier, the Shokaku, heaves and rolls in heavy seas as it attempts to launch Zeros. The first Zero lifts off the flight deck and immediately spirals down into the waves. A second Zero skids sideways as it takes off and careens into a communications tower. Do we have enough fuel to fly around this? We were full when we left, thanks to Maru's brother. Should get us to Guam easily, but not enough for a detour around these thunderheads. Does this look right? Number six is already empty. They shot out a fuel tank. Well, I guess we can always float the last mile or so. We'll make it. Admiral Sakai sits in the cockpit of his Zero, about to take off from Moen Airfield. Tawa, have you taken a report from Lieutenant Arakawa? Sorry, Admiral. We have not received any voice or telegraphy from Lieutenant Arakawa. But his crew said he was searching southeast, the direction taken by the Twin Beach. We'll contact the lieutenant immediately and tell him he's looking in the wrong direction. He must fly northwest. Tell him to set a course for Guam. Do not let them reach Guam. Yes, Admiral. Immediately. That's smart thinking, Joe. Use the storm. Head straight for it. The Twin Beach is surrounded now by massive thunderheads. You don't want to go in there. We might have to. Look down there, down below. Christ, it's the Japanese fleet. Spread out below them are hundreds of Japanese warships. I count, my God, 10 aircraft carriers? U.S. Navy's got three in the whole Pacific. Commander Hattori bursts into the Moen control tower. Can you reach the Admiral? Yes, I think so. Go ahead, Commander. Admiral Sakai, this is Commander Hattori. Over. Try again, Commander. Admiral Sakai, this is Commander Hattori. Over. What do you want, Hattori? Make it fast. Admiral, I thought you should know that the Shokaku was unable to launch a single plane. There was a crash and a fire that damaged the deck. They won't be able to clear it until the storm passes. Where's Arakawa? He's on route to Guam, Admiral. I gave him your message. Tell Arakawa it's taken care of. I'm doing it personally. Tell him to return to Turuk. Sakai out. Guam Tower. Guam Tower, this is Sikorsky 38. Sikorsky 38 out of Truk. Guam Tower, do you read me? Over. Look, 
close enough. Maybe there's no one in the tower. Guam Tower! Guam Tower! This is Sikorsky 38, flying a mercy mission out of Truk. Guam Tower, do you read me? Over. Sikorsky 38, this is Guam Tower. Receiving you now. Did you say you were flying out of Truk Lagoon? Over. Inside the Guam Tower, two young pilots jump from their chairs at the mention of Truk. That's affirmative. Flying a rescue mission with some injured. We're overloaded, but we should just make it. Over. Sikorsky 38, while you were in Truk, did you happen to run across a couple of folks in a Stinson Gullwing? Over. Guam Tower, I do know that Gullwing. I know the pilot, Mike Mercer, and his wife, Alice. Over. Did he say his wife? Sikorsky, that Gullwing is overdue, and we're just worried about those folks. Can you give us any news? Over. You're in luck. They should be right behind us. They'll be in a twin beach, not a Gullwing. But they left Truk on pretty bad terms, if you catch my drift. The Japanese will surely be hunting for them. Over. Admiral Sakai's Zero dives through the clouds. There you are. Hold on! Sakai? Yep. Sakai pulls his Zero into formation alongside the Twin Beach. Joe tightens the formation, wingtips nearly touching. Bang, bang. You're dead. How's your melon? Soon I will brew you out of the sky. Is your prince with you? Cousin, are you there? Joe, we really need to change course. I know what I'm doing. Not there? Don't worry. I'll deal with him once I finish with you. Collaborating with the enemy is treason. Joe, seriously. I'm thinking you. <laughs> you could marry Prince Nikura. Not very smart, Miss McMenemy. Maybe not, Admiral, but you're the one flying that tin can into a thunderhead. Everybody hold on! Both planes disappear into a towering thunderhead. Joe throws the Twin Beach into a steep dive. Sakai fights to climb out of the Thunderhead. All right, three times over. All at once, the engine cowling comes away and flies back, smashing into the cockpit and eviscerating Sakai. The Twin Beach comes diving straight down out of the clouds. A thousand feet, Joe. Nine hundred. Joe manages to pull up just in time, and the Twin Beach races away across the storm-swept ocean. We lost him, but we burned a lot of fuel. Watch your rudder, Joe. Starboard's gone. Alice comes forward. Are we all right? Can we still make it on one engine? We can. We will. The cabin is sprayed with machine gun fire. Sakai? Arakawa. Liang's hit. First aid kit. Under the bench. He's coming around again. Get down! As Arakawa begins another pass, two P-40 Warhawks drop out of the sky and annihilate his zero. The 
P-40s pull into formation alongside the Twin Beach. Where'd they come from? Do you know these guys? They're buddies of mine. They probably got worried and came looking for us. Sam, we've got injured. We're gonna need a medic. Over. I'll let them know, Mike. And we had some friends at a Sikorsky ahead of us. Any sign of them? Walter and the girls are safe and sound, Mike. Sorry we didn't get here sooner, but we got you now. So they just happened to be out looking for you and Alice? I'm sure they were going stir-crazy. Let me see if I can help back there. We'll talk, Joe. I'll explain everything. Joe looks back, Alice looks up, and they lock eyes. Guam Island, inside the U.S. Air Base Hospital. Joe emerges from a bathroom stall to find Alice standing there. Are you okay? Mother Sapu is right. What? Nothing. I'm, I'm fine. How is Leong? Still in surgery? Yes. You know Mike's in love with you, right? I tried to make him forget you. I really tried. But he loves you. And I'm sorry I lied to you in Hawaii, but we had no choice. You were working for Nick. You could have been working for Japanese intelligence with Nick. He loves me, but he's married to you. How is that supposed to work? It works because we're not actually married. Come. She is out of surgery. Come. Alice and Mei Ling hurry down a hospital corridor. Joe starts to follow them when she sees Walt. Are you all right? Of course you are. You're Joe McMenemy. I'm fine, Uncle Walt. So glad to see you. Your Aunt Mary put in a special word for us up there in heaven. She was looking out for us. I'm afraid it's going to take more than Aunt Mary to stop the Imperial Navy. Back on Truk, Nick sits alone in his office, deep in thought. He holds a framed photograph of Joe. We have just heard. The Shokaku has begun a search for Admiral Sakai and Lieutenant Arakawa, but they say... They say that, under the circumstances, they're not hopeful of finding them. It must be hard for you, Hattori. Hmm? On one hand, you've somehow lost an admiral. But on the other hand, you might just keep your command. The admiral is responsible for his own disappearance. I had nothing to do with that. And I feel sure I am not the only one here hoping the Admiral never returns. Once again, you forget yourself, Hattori. I forget nothing, Prince Nikura. Please remember that. It's late. Joe sits alone on the Guam seaplane dock. After a moment, Mike appears and sits beside her. Not thinking of swimming off, are you? Actually, that was exactly what I was thinking of doing, if I thought it would do any good. This Pacific Ocean is about to explode. You know, you're a hard person to track down. I was looking all over for you. We're called the First American Volunteer Group. That's what I couldn't tell you about. Sam and Tim and I, we work for Alice. We're part of the Flying Tigers. 
You work for Alice. Alice is senior military intelligence for the Chinese. President Roosevelt authorized American pilots to secretly fly for the Chinese, protect them from the Japanese Air Force. It's why I had to quit the Navy and, and why I couldn't tell you where I was going or, or what I was doing. Joe, please, listen. I'm not married to Alice. We were setting up a base in Burma when we found out the Japanese took Liang. Alice couldn't go alone, so we made up a story. We're not really married. I know. Alice told me. Please, Joe. We were good together, you and me. Really good together. Remember? I remember. There's never been anyone but you. I... I'm pregnant. Red House Rising was produced, written, directed, and edited by Chris Cote and Dale Carey from an original story by Chris Cote, Dale Carey, and Jack McCarthy. Original music and sound design by Jack Cote, starring Dale Carey, Rachel Wong, Roy Vongtama, Chris Cote, Rio Shigeta, Tian Wong, Ellen Ma, Andy Goldberg, Finn Kim, Tiffany Hubbard, Danny Dan Dan Gadigan, Arnold Chun, Josh McClenney, Mark Shubb, Derek Kawasaki, Don McLennan, and Melinda Chilton. Palolo was written by Charles E. King and performed by Ray Kinney and his musical ambassadors. Sweet Leilani was written by Harry Owens and performed by Dick McIntyre and his Harmony Hawaiians. Little Grass Shack was written by Tommy Harrison, Bill Cogswell, and Johnny Noble and performed by Felix Mendelssohn and the Hawaiian Serenaders. Hula Blues was written by Johnny Noble and Sonny Kuna and performed by the Tao Moe Trio. Narration by Robin Abkarian.